What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Pog RX. I'm your host, GamerDoc. Today is a first. It is a first because we have our first repeat guest. I love it because when I... I don't know if y'all see this, but when I am talking to these guests, I'm trying really hard to make sure you guys don't see that I'm taking notes. But I'm taking notes because I am learning so much from these people. Everyone has this breadth of knowledge. And the thing about gaming and the thing about esports is it's it's really not written down anywhere. It's it's more on TikTok or it's in podcast format or 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 on some random blog. It's it's not written down anywhere. So when we talk about these things, my brain goes into like 47 different directions and I write it all down. So this is the first time that we're bringing a guest back and we're going to touch on some of the things that we talked about last time, but go a little bit deeper, go a little bit further. So, you know, this is episode 18. Welcome, welcome. And we are following up with our guest, Dr. Kate McGee from episode four. So if you did not see episode four, if you did not hear episode four, please go back and read it. It was, it's to the date, one of my favorite episodes it is truly enlightening. Talking to Dr. McGee is always so fantastic. So she, she's going to be our guest later in the show. But, you know, it is a special time of year for a lot of us. It is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. If you're in America, if you're in um, the UK or anywhere else other than America, it's not that special for you. But for us, it's special because we are still feeling chubby. We are feeling full carbohydrated. A lot of us went home for the holidays to see our families and every single one of us ate a lot of food. And not only did we eat a lot of food, but we ate a lot of carbs and we ate at 2 p.m. and we snacked all the way up to 2 p.m. and then we had leftovers at 10 p.m. Thanksgiving is the weirdest part of the year because all of a sudden it's socially acceptable to eat a giant meal at like 2 p.m. Everyone's like, oh, it's, it's dinner time. It's like, no, this is like, you know, a late lunch, but we're going to, you know, as long as I get to eat mashed potatoes, I'm fine. And the thing about Thanksgiving is that everyone all of a sudden is like, oh, I feel bloated. I, you know, I, I, ate, I ate too much and I need to work out. I need to work out, right? There's, there's so many social media posts about how many calories are in turkey, how many calories are in those mashed potatoes, and how much exercise you need to do to work it off, right? Everyone's like, oh God, I got to go to the gym this week to work off my Thanksgiving. My, my question is, is like, is, is this your first Thanksgiving? Because every year we feel like that. It's like when the the first night the time changes in the fall, everyone's like, oh my God, it's dark at 4.30. It's like, is this your first daylight savings? And somehow we forget every year that the time around Thanksgiving, we are going to feel more full. And yes, you did eat a, a meal with thousands and thousands of calories in it and maybe a couple meals, but it's not that big of a deal. Right? It's not it's not that big of a deal if you have one cheat day, one cheat meal, or even thinking about it that way. What's the big deal is the mindset, right? The mindset is the big deal. There's so many posts that are saying you need to exercise to make up for your Thanksgiving meal, or here's how you exercise to prep for the holidays. You know what? Exercise is not punishment and it's not payment, right? It's not payment for the foods you eat. If you think about exercise that way, if you think about a healthy lifestyle that way, you've already lost. You're not setting yourself up for success, right? Because exercise is supposed to be a part of our lives. It's supposed to be fun. And I know that's so hard for some people 
to think about, but that's because of the way that society talks about exercise. It's like, you got to go to the gym. You got to go for a run. You know what? If you want to live a healthy lifestyle and you never want to set foot in a gym, that's fine. You don't need to go to the gym. You don't need to go to the gym to be healthy. You don't need to run to be healthy. Find exercise and fitness that is fun for you. If going to the gym is not fun for you, do not go to the gym because that is not going to be a part of your healthy lifestyle. You're going to try it for a couple months. You're going to try it after you go to, after you eat a bunch of food at Thanksgiving, and then you're going to and then you're never going to do it again. You're going to waste money on a gym membership. Find what's fun for you. Rock climbing. Rock climbing is so much fun. I love rock climbing. Going for walks. You don't need to run. You just need to briskly walk. Explore a new area. Explore a new neighborhood. You know what's really fun? VR. All right, y'all. So I got a VR a couple days ago, and I have never sweated so much in my entire life. I am not kidding. I'm just profusely sweating for the entire entire songs, entire entire exercises. Beat Saber is where it's at. And today I was feeling guilty because I had an hour and a half in between meetings, and I was like, I should really go to the gym, but I don't have enough time. So you know what I did? I played Beat Saber. And I felt bad for a second because I was like, I should be, I should be working right now. But I got an exercise. I got my heart rate up. Exercise. Find something that's fun for you to exercise. Gamification is great. I know that the generation above us is like, oh my god, it needs to be a game for you guys to do it. Who cares? Who cares what they say? Gamify your exercise. And the whole point of this is 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 twofold. One exercise is not punishment and exercise is not payment if you eat too much food one night good for you whatever live your healthy life don't feel guilty about not exercising because that's a terrible terrible circle and hole to go down you might have good habits in the short term but finding healthy long-term lifestyle it's about finding the things you love and integrating them into your routine. I've said this a couple times before. Get up 10 minutes early in the morning and do a five-minute yoga video. Five-minute yoga video. 10 minutes early, five-minute yoga video. You can do that. You have the time to do that. Get up right now while you're listening to this podcast. Unless you're driving, please don't get up and do 10 squats. Do it right now. While you're listening to this podcast... While you're listening to me and Dr. McGee talk in the second part, do a plank. One minute plank, 30 seconds off. One minute plank, 30 seconds off. One minute plank, 30 seconds off. Integrate this. Every week when you listen to this show, integrate some sort of exercise into it. Have fun while you do it. I don't get to watch a lot of TV. I haven't seen the last four episodes of Arcane still. When I'm watching Arcane tonight, because I am going to watch Arcane tonight, I'm going to do pull-ups. I'm going to do pull-ups, I'm going to do three pull-ups, I'm going to rest. I'm going to do three pull-ups, I'm going to rest. I'm going to do three pull-ups, I'm going to rest. And I'm going to do that the entire time I'm watching this show. Find the small things you can add in and make them fun. Make them fun. Exercise is fun. You don't need to go to the gym, you don't need to run to be healthy, but you do need to find healthy ways to add to your lifestyle. And that's all I'm going to say in this intro because we feel so guilty after holidays that we ate so much food. It happens every year. Get used to it. Come up with a holiday exercise routine. If you're going to be home at your parents' house and they don't have exercise equipment, find something to do, right? That treadmill that they no one ever uses in the basement that you made them buy 10 years ago, use that. Go for a walk around your neighborhood. Go to your old high school and run around the track, right? 
Find healthy ways to integrate exercise into everyday routines and you're going to feel so much better. So speaking of VR, speaking of Beat Saver, speaking of having fun with exercise, uh, here it is, your first PogRx. This is the one thing that you can do today that will make you better at gaming tomorrow. This one's a little less accessible if you don't have VR, but if you have a buddy who has VR or something or anything, it's just an example of how you can take those short minutes that might otherwise be used to do something non-productive and make them healthy and make them productive. So here it is, here's your PogRx. Today's PogRx is simple. Find a fun way to exercise. For some of us, that might mean downloading a workout app in VR, finding an application on our phone like Zombie Run, or picking up a new hobby. Being healthy doesn't have to mean forcing yourself to do the things you don't like. There are plenty of ways to get your heart rate up and stay healthy. So find your fun. Don't know where to start? Google fun fitness apps. Or do what I do when you need to build a computer and ask Twitter. Find joy in your exercise, and that is your PogRx. All right, y'all, there it is. One thing you can do to make you game healthier, make you game better. Uh, let's go, let's go, let's go to our guest, because we have Dr. Kate McGee. I don't want to waste a moment not talking to her. She has been on this show before. She is no stranger to the podcast. Uh, Dr. McGee is the co-owner of 1HP and a brilliant doctor of physical therapy. Welcome to the show. Dr. McGee, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you? Good. I heard you just ran a lot of miles. It was eight. It was a medium amount. Oh, yeah, just a medium amount. Yeah, totally. Wait, that's actually an excellent segue into my first question because normally we have people on the show and we say, hey, like, what's the one thing that you can tell people or, you know, what are the things that, how do you make gamers better? And you've already been on the show, so we kind of have an intro into that. But one of the things I love about you is you're not like a clickbaity esports medicine person, and there's a lot of clickbaity esports. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I was looking at your Twitter and you were kind of like busting health myths. And one of the things that you said was, um, car no, you this is a retweet, but I want to get your thoughts on it. All right. Cardio is overrated for fat loss. Cardio is underrated for your health. Um, you'll, when you understand the nuance here, you'll stop doing cardio as a form of punishment for damage control and start doing it as a way to amplify and improve the quality of your life. So did yep. you just run eight miles to make up for your Thanksgiving food? Absolutely not. I, I do not need to run long distances to make up for calories that I've taken in. In fact, I eat large amounts of calories to 
fueled the large amounts of doing things that I want to do. I mean, yes, I do have like some degree of consciousness about my body and wanting to keep it looking a certain way and like a balance of intake and output, generally speaking. But like, please don't punish your body. Your body does good things for you. Your body gets you the places that you want to go and does the things that you want it to do. And your body deserves fuel and you deserve to be happy in the body that you have. The purpose of your life is not to prolong it. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, um, actually running I really is terrible. That, that tweet from Jordan. Jordan actually, um, Jordan also went to University of Delaware. Shout out Blue Hens. Um, he actually was my personal trainer for a while. Um, mm. I remember when he first started making content. He was still making it at UD. Um, I am so thrilled by like how fantastically big he's grown. Because um, like the man is smart. The man is also not clickbaity. Um, he do occasionally does like you know the. Like, you know, I'm going to eat at McDonald's for an entire month just to prove to you that calories in, calories out is the reason that your body gains or loses weight. Mm -hmm. But let's also talk about the effects of, you know, certain nutrient balances on how your body looks and how you overall feel. Um, man's great. Yeah. Uh, but I particularly loved that quote because we tend to think of exercise as something that we either do to make up for mm -hmm. what we took in um, or, you know, to, to like to punish ourselves for, you know, for eating too much. Um, or think of it as yet another thing that we absolutely positively must optimize, must make perfect. If I'm not doing it as efficiently as possible, why am I doing it at all? And I think we already had the conversation about not making perfect the enemy of good. Because I run really long distances because my brain does not shut up ever. Except when I hit like mile six and like all that's happening is my legs are moving and my lugs are pumping and my brain is quiet and it's beautiful and I love it. Yeah. Um, now, other people do not have that issue. Other people have the ability to shut their brains up when they'd like to and do not need to run eight miles in order to get that sensation. And to those people, I say more power to you and do whatever you want to do. But that's the thing that I enjoy about running. It's I like challenging my bunny. I like finding out what it can do. Um, and I run because it makes me happy not to make up for what I ate on Thanksgiving. It's funny because for something that literally requires no equipment and no fees, nothing, running does have a higher a high barrier to participation because like for me it's the same thing like mile five mile six mile seven those are the best times but if you can't run more than a mile it's like so hard to get yeah. into long distance running and like that first mile is the hardest mile yeah, in like training and everything yeah no the first mile is always terrible the first mile is the one where i'm most likely to quit if if yep. I'm gonna if I'm gonna drop out on a workout, it's gonna happen in the first mile. Mm -hmm. And if it, if I get past that first mile, I'm making it through. Mm -hmm. um, it's it does have a bit of a barrier, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's partly because of how we think about running, right? Like, if you went through like the traditional American school system, your conception of running is probably you ran laps around like a old gravelly track yes. with like the spray painted white lines, yes. and you had to just keep running the whole time. And you know the slow kids were the walkers, and you did not want to be a slow kid. And like, so that's our whole conception of it, right? I run round and round in circles and I'm miserable about it. And like, if I'm not the fastest, then I feel bad about not being the fastest, which is a terrible way to get anybody to ever want to run. Um, here's a thing that, that you don't learn about running when you're in, you're in PE classes in elementary school. You can stop anytime you want to. You can walk anytime you want to. You can then start running again if you want to. Uh, there are people who run marathons at really fast paces doing what's called a run-walk method where they run for three minutes, walk for one minute. There are people who finish marathons faster than I do using that method. You don't just have to straight run. Um, and if you don't like running, despite the fact that it is, you know, a, a fairly low expense thing to do, it doesn't have to be the thing you do either. I mean, we tend to, to, to praise it as this be-all, end-all of, you know, well, if you want to be healthy, you have to be able to run. 
And that kind of does get back to what Jordan's talking about in that tweet, right? About you need to do some amount of aerobic fitness, things that test your lungs, things that make your slow twitch muscle fibers fire more. You need to do that for your general overall health. It's good for your heart, it's good for your lungs, it's good for your brain. That thing doesn't have to be running though. That thing could be high intensity interval training, that thing could be dancing, that thing could be martial arts, that can, thing could be swimming or biking. There are a lot of ways to do aerobic fitness that aren't just running. Beat saber. So if you're one of those slightly crazy people who likes running like I do, more power to you. Come running sometime. If you are not one of those slightly crazy people, feel free to find whatever form of cardio you actually like. Yeah, that's huge because we, we say, oh, I can't run without stopping, therefore I will not run. Yes. Therefore, there are no other sources of cardio for me to get. But you're totally right. And I, I love those those tips. So, like, if you're if you want to get into running, mm-hmm. jog for a couple minutes and then walk. And yeah. allow yourself to do that. Who cares? No one's watching you. Who cares? Okay. Yep. I love that. All right. Myth number two. Man. Stretching treats a symptom, you said. Okay. So, stretching. Mm-hmm. You were talking about how it was you were retweeting an athletic trainer and talking about how stretching is treating a symptom and not treating the underlying cause. What does that mean? So the actual amount of like change in muscle length that occurs when you stretch is not like a long lasting change. You aren't suddenly going to be always able to do the splits because like you stretched your hamstrings and your hip flexors for like 10 minutes one time. You're going to feel better. You'll feel looser and more relaxed. But it's not going to, like, meaningfully change the length of your muscles, not meaningfully going to make you long-term more flexible. Flexibility is a combination of not just how much your muscles can stretch, but also how much your antagonist muscles, the muscles opposite to the muscle you're stretching, um, how strong those muscles are, how much endurance and control they have. So if you're stretching something that's tight, awesome. You're going to get it to relax. That's a thing you want to do, generally speaking, especially after you've been playing or running for a while. But it's not going to address what caused you to get tight in the first place. And sometimes what caused you to get tight in the first place is a perfectly good thing to do. For example, my hamstrings are tight after I go running. So are my quads. So I stretch them so that they feel better and I'm not miserable and crampy all day next day. Um, But I haven't changed the length of my hamstrings. And the hamstrings are going to get tight again the next time I run. Because those muscles just did work. And that's what muscles do when they do work. They get tight. So it's entirely okay for things to get tight sometime, and it's entirely okay that you might have to repeatedly stretch them to get them to relax afterwards. The problem comes when you can't get them to relax, or when they're getting so tight that it's painful, or when the tight that they're getting is affecting how well you're able to move through other parts of your day. So for example, let's think about like that really common bad gamer posture that we all think about, like that stereotype of the I'm slouched down and my shoulders are rounded and I'm all hunched in. And um, if you're if you're like that all day every day. Um, you're going to end up with tightness in your pectoral muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, when those pectoral muscles are tight, you're kind of drawn in more. Um, you can you can relax them by stretching, but you're not going to fix that tightness by just stretching. You have to stretch them and then also strengthen the muscles in your back to balance out the <sighs> tightness in the front. So there's got to be a little bit of both. Stretching does treat the symptom and we should use it to treat symptoms. It's helpful to treat symptoms. But it's not the be-all, end-all, and it doesn't address why you got tight in the first place, which was the posture kind of sucked and your back was kind of weak. What's your favorite anti-gamer posture back strengthening? I really like an absolutely uh, 
terrible way of standing against a wall. Uh, so I can actually mm. do it. Rest. So it's you put your elbows at shoulder height. You make sure that your shoulders are not shrugged up towards your ears. You're going to be here with your palms facing down, and then you're rotating up as high as you can, and then just back down, keeping oh. your shoulders at the same height. I like this one because it really engages everything around your shoulder to stabilize it. The other way that you can do this, and engaging the awesome elevating height function of my desk here. <laughs> Remember down a little bit though, because I'm, I'm short and we need to see my arms right now. So standing with your palms at your elbows at your side, your palms right in front of your elbows, taking a deep breath and rotating out as you open up your shoulders. There you go. And then as you breathe out, bring them back in. This does two things. One, it forces you to take a deep breath, which is really great when you're tilting. Uh, two, it opens up your chest. And three, it does help you engage your back muscles, right? Those muscles right between your shoulder blades. It's really great for doing that and for making sure that, you know, you're checking your posture every so often. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, I felt that, like, all around my scapula and my rotator cuff and my back. And yep. I have been noticing, like... I literally have been slouching more in regular life. And so and I find myself standing and my neck is jutting out. Like yep. I'm getting head forward posture. Fix me, Dr. McGee. No, I'm going to do those exercises and I'm going to worry about my There's posture. Actually one more you can add in if you're having oh. forward head posture yeah. issues, um, which is you're going to feel real silly while you're doing this. And if you feel silly while you're doing this, you're doing it right. Yep. You're just going to push your chin straight backwards. No. Give yourself a double chin. Turkey. Pretend that you are from... Um, Master of Disguise. Am I not from what? Enough for the, from the Master of Disguise. Am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? <laughs> Did you never watch that I movie? I don't know what you're saying. All right. Well, I really hope that somebody gets that cultural reference. <laughs> uh, of our of our average thirty to forty thousand views, hopefully one person has gotten the Master one of Disguise. One person knows Master of Disguise. If not, I mean, that's going to be even better. If, if you got that reference, please message Dr. McGee at uh, <laughs> KMcGPT on Twitter to let her know that she is not alone. Let her know that I'm not alone. Let her know that she's not alone. Okay, okay. So I think people, a lot of people starting this episode might have learned that, okay, cardio is important. I don't have to run. And I it's okay if I'm running to stop because that's just something we all tell ourselves that we, we don't know. We don't know that you ha you're allowed to stop. And also that... Stretching is fine, but it's not going to fix you. You It has to be in conjunction with other healthy habits. Um, do you got any other, like, things that are your pet peeves or things that people say that you really, really are like, no! So we tend to think about, like, the things that you do to be healthy as, mm. like, they must be done perfectly. Mm. Uh, you know, I got to go to the gym four or five days a week. Look, going to the gym two days a week is better than going to the gym zero days in a week doing a set of 10 is better than doing zero. Um, you know, sure, your goal might be, I want to do three sets of 10 at this weight. But if you can't do that yet, that doesn't mean you should stop. Um, it's really, really especially pre prevalent in, in esports, where so many folks are at the absolute top of their game, and they got there by optimizing absolutely everything they do. And it's really, really hard to break that mindset. Um, but optimal doesn't mean the maximum possible. Optimal means what fits best for you. Uh, best fit in someone's life is the optimal way for exercise to work. So it's whatever you can do consistently uh, and that fits the rest of your life and the rest of the structure that you want for your life. I love that. I love that so much because I only had an hour in between my calls. And so instead of going to the gym, I played Beat Saber and I got incredibly sweaty. 
So there you go. That's a workout. Dude, Beat Saber is great cardio. Oh my god, you gotta come over and play VR. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right, all right. boxing one sometimes. That one is exhausting. Supernatural. Oh my god, yes. the boxing. Oh, oh my god. god, I also did that. That was actually what our PogRx was. So, <laughs> I also uh, use. So when I'm running, I use an app called Zombies Run, which uh, simulates that you're in a post-apocalyptic world that has been overrun by zombies, and obviously there is no more like oil refineries left. So the only way to get supplies or messages or to, like carry things between places is runners. So you have this whole storyline that's playing while you're running, and your music mixes in with it. It's awesome. Oh my god, I love that. It's um, the best. I'm gonna download it. All right, Dr. McGee. So you've blown our minds on cardio. You've blown our minds on stretching. You've made us realize that optimal doesn't have to be perfect. And now we're all gonna download that app. So you have one more thing you have to give us. And it is the one thing you're gonna write down on the prescription pad that's not medical advice, but is gonna make people better at gaming. What is it? I'm going to requote something I said earlier, which is yes. the purpose of your life is not to prolong it. Your life should be filled with things that make your life enjoyable. Do not make yourself miserable in order to make yourself live longer. Yes. Yes. I love that so much. I love that so much because we all just work towards the end goal without enjoying the journey. Yeah. And if, if like we all want to be right, we, we want the promotion or we want 10,000 Twitter followers or we want to be Twitch partner, but unless you enjoy the process that gets you there, none of that crap matters. Right. It's good to want things. It's good to have goals and ambitions and, and endpoints, but those endpoints aren't the be-all end-all. They're yeah. also the journey along the way that matters. Yeah. All right. Well, Dr. McGee, as always, it is an absolute pleasure. Any parting words for us? Any final words of wisdom? Oh my God. They have so much wisdom. I think we had all of it. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Out of wisdom. I'm out of wisdom. My, my, the endorphins haven't like unlocked a certain area of your brain from those eight miles. Maybe. Nah, that was that happened during miles seven and eight. They're all gone now. All right, Doctor V. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and have a wonderful day. Thanks again for having me, Doctor Kate McGee. Everyone, always a pleasure to learn from her. Always a pleasure. I, I feel like I need to go running now. Like I just I want to go running. I already worked out today and I showered again. But I think now I'm going to go for a run. It's 40 degrees out, but no excuses. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, if you, As always, if you have questions, comments, cash, hit me up on Twitter, GamerDoc underscore. Have a happy and a healthy week. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more information, follow GamerDoc on Twitter at GamerDoc underscore. And please remember, nothing in this video is medical advice. Yes, I am a doctor. And yes, you may need help. But this is the internet, and this is for entertainment informational purposes only. Thank you, and have a very nice day.